morning, everyone. It is Thursday, September 19, 2019. Thank you for stopping by and checking in with my fourth episode here on my podcast. I am going to try to make this a very quick one. I know my last three were like rants that last about 30 minutes because that's why I do when I, like I said, I get that coffee going in me. But I have an appointment today um, at the courthouse. I'm going to be suing my former landlord. Uh, that'll be another discussion uh, that I'll probably lend into when it comes to, um, I'm looking at an article in regards to rent control, but I'm not going to talk about that today. I just kind of want to make a couple of comments, one being that um, the Trump administration, uh, the EPA, is going after the city of San Francisco uh, in regards to the problems they are having in the with the homeless issue. And uh, the constant needles and feces and waste and garbage that's actually pouring into the bay. And the mayor is defending her city. So I will get into that. And uh, also, I'm also going to quickly talk about, off the subject of politics, uh, an article, uh, interesting article, uh, coming from the East Bay Times about a new club or a new lounge um, in the city of Pleasanton that's opening up. And their whole gig is, it's a new one, um, is axe throwing. And they serve alcohol at this this place. So basically you can get drunk and take out your frustration by throwing sharp, blunt, or it's not blunt, it's sharp, but throwing sharp objects. So there you go. So I'm going to put in my two cents worth on that. So let's get this started right now. Okay, let me get right to it. So first thing I want to quickly talk about is an article that I came across, actually in my local paper, or actually on my local news, and I read in my paper... But I am now using my Chromebook here to kind of go through uh, my news uh, so that way I can free up my phone to do the recording. So this is about Trump sticking it to the city of San Francisco. And basically I'm just going to kind of briefly go through it. This is from The Hill. And it's a... Fresh from aboard Air Force One, President Trump on Wednesday said that he expects the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, to slap San Francisco with a violation notice in the coming days related to pollution associated with the city's homeless population. Uh, That is definitely true. Uh, Speaking to reporters aboard Air Force One, Trump again took aim at Los Angeles and San Francisco over the volume of homeless people in each city. But he escalated his rhetoric, saying an announcement citing San Francisco for environmental violations would come in the next week. And quote, he quotes on to say, there's tremendous pollution being put into the ocean because they're going through what's called the storm sewer. That's for rainwater, Trump said. And we have tremendous things that we don't have to discuss pouring into the ocean. You, um, you know there are needles and there are other things. Uh, unquote. It's a terrible, in quote, it's a, it's a terrible situation that 
That's in Los Angeles and in San Francisco, he continued. And we're going to be giving San Francisco, they're in total violation. We're going to be giving them a notice very soon. Goes on to say, we can't have our cities going to hell. These are great cities, and we can't lose our great cities like this. And uh, that's just after, he was commenting after his uh, visit to California. And I'm just going to kind of highlight my thoughts on the matter. He is absolutely correct. It is absolutely a shithole. I go over, I have a friend who lives in San Francisco. I live in the East Bay, so I take the BART train over there. And I visit him about once a month. And he lives in the Tenderloin District, of all places. And if you know anything about the Tenderloin District, it is really a hot mess over there. I mean, they got crimes, they got drugs, they got hookers, they got everything you want over there. If that's your flavor, go there. Uh, But for the most part, I mean, when I go there, it's pretty safe. So, you know, it's kind of weird. A lot of the, the crazy bums and drug addicts, they recognize me every time I go over there and visit my friends. So I really personally have no problem uh, with the people there. But, you know, if you're a person that just came to the city as a tourist or or just, I mean, probably just living there and you just don't approve of that lifestyle, you are just shocked daily to see what's going on over there. It, it's just a mess. I mean, there are businesses. Uh, when I used to go, when I used to work over there um, about a year ago, people every morning would have to sit there with pressure washers, pressure hoses, and, and spray off the feces that is placed upon their uh, entranceways by homeless or drugged or drunk individuals. Um, and they would use their, their entranceways to these businesses as toilets. Um, many of them sleep there with their tents and, and shanty makeshift uh, housing units, I guess you can call it, or, you know, whatever. Um, it's just really bad. And you do see a lot of needles. You know, we tend to think, you know, there's a lot of exaggeration when they speak about, oh, you know, San Francisco is just bombarded with, you know, shit and needles. Well, it is. It really is bad. And uh, I actually seen, I think it was on Tucker Car- Tucker Carlson on Fox just the, uh, yesterday. He was talking to an, an individual business owner who on a daily basis has to get into a confrontation with many of these drugged out people coming into store as frequently as 20 minutes at a time. And uh, they'll go into his restroom and then they usually do their drugs. And I guess he had mentioned also that recently that he had found uh, one of these people going into his restroom and... uh, Found him just dead, turned blue, he OD'd, and they had a needle coming out of his leg. Um, he was shooting up in his restroom. And I guess on that note, don't make it a public restroom. I know you're trying to be compassionate to your fellow mankind, but if you know they're going into your business and they're just shooting up nine times out of ten, people are going to look, realize what's going on and just not even uh, take part in your business. And he also went on to say something that he's considering moving out of the city and just running his business elsewhere. So that's a damn shame. But like I said, you know, it is really bad out there. And it's not just like in the Tenderloin where I've seen it. I've seen it in the South of Market District. I have seen it in the Fillmore District. I have seen it go all the way to the touristy areas of the pier, you know, Pier 39, 
Um, I mean, it, it, it goes on. It, it's, it's, it spreads on. And uh, it, it's pretty interesting that even Nancy Pelosi, who lives, you know, she has a residence there. Just down the street from her, you can easily find, you know, the same type of activity going on. You know, so I don't know what the hell Nancy Pelosi's doing, but what, what you know, about the whole issue, which is basically nothing because we really don't ever hear anything about her. She's just always bashing Trump for whatever reason. That's just her gig. But also, when I was watching on the news about this whole thing, Mayor London Breed was defending her city. You know, saying, oh, you know, that's not a problem. And everything's, un-, you know, basically, she was coming off like there's no big problem. You know, and everything's under control. And, you know, and, uh, you know, you got the governor, Gavin Newsom, that, that idiot goon. He's sitting there uh, saying things like, you know, well... You know, Trump, just stay out of California business. I mean, that's pretty much what he was getting at. Uh, he, he said it on TV, you know, just he needs to stay out of California business. And I was kind of shocked by that because, you know, I live in California. And and honestly, Gavin Newsom, he doesn't speak for me. Um, you know, when I hear things like that coming from my governor, you know, granted, the state is about two-thirds uh of, of Democrats and the other third are Republicans, you know, voting uh, results dictates that. Um, but the thing is, is with Gavin Newsom, you know, when he says things like that, it, it kind of upsets me because it makes me feel like I'm a hostage in a state I grew up in, you know, and he doesn't speak for me. And I really do believe that we do need some help here in the state of California. So if Trump wants to come in here and get the federal government involved to start cleaning up our state and our cities, you know, because we have some really bad elected officials out there, they're, they're squandering money and not solving problems and just being a bunch of resistant idiots. Uh, by all means, President Donald J. Trump, come on in. Bring the federal government in here, and let's clean up the mess. So, I find that kind of interesting that he's, uh, this morning I read that he's going to have the EPA stick it to the city of San Francisco, and good for him because I'm telling you, I haven't been to Los Angeles in quite a while, but I have seen news reports, um, and I have, you know, I've read people's comments online about this, how, you know, there's a big problem in Los Angeles. I believe I heard yesterday there's over 65,000 homeless people in the county of Los Angeles alone in the LA basin. So that's pretty shocking to me. Um, I don't know the count in San Francisco, but I'd have to say that there is definitely a big problem in San Francisco and a big health issue in San Francisco. So while, there, you know, we have a lot of these progressive liberals that are in charge of the city of San Francisco, you know, that are all about the environment and everything like that, I guess they don't really take a, you know, an opportunity to roll down the windows in their flashy cars and, and take a look at their community and see how much of a health risk it is, not only for people, you know, uh, that live, you know, in the community, but basically for, you know, the wildlife and everything that's in the, in the bay and the surrounding bay. I mean, all this stuff washes down into the bay. 
And when you got storm drains literally being clogged with needles and garbage, uh, that's a big problem. So yes, it's a health crisis. Thank you, Trump, for recognizing that. And I hope they stick it to you, uh, Mayor London Breed. It's really time. Because we really don't hear nothing from her. She really doesn't really do anything, you know. She just, you know, she's just like a, the mayor of Oakland, you know, loves to take pictures with people, you know, rather than solve problems. So that's what I got on that. Good job, Trump. So I'll leave it at that. Okay, when I come back, I am going to talk about this place in Pleasanton. Here it is. The lounge that lets you get drunk and throw axes to release some stress. So I'll come back with that one. In just a second. All right, I'm back. Okay, so I'm just kind of going through this article. Let me shut my Chromebook down. I'm going through this article in regards to what I was going to be talking about with uh, axe throwing and drinking at the same time. Okay, I'll, I'll just kind of quickly go through it. This is from the East Bay Times. Front page. Nice photo of a guy who sits there and he looks like he's having fun. And there's, an, there's a woman next to him. And she's just lobbing an axe. So, yeah, looks like a good time, to be honest with you. Um, right at the top, it just says, uh, A new sport is rooted in uh, Canadian logging competitions is the newest nationwide phenomenon sweeping toward the Bay Area. Uh, drinking scene and its first stop will be in Pleasanton. <clears throat> the poor, the sport. I'm I'm going to try to read this as best as possible, as quickly as possible. This. Oh my God. Sorry, I don't know if that interrupted my recording or what, but I had a phone call coming in on my phone. The sport is an axe throwing, and and although the idea of mixing wine and beer with sharp objects might sound recklessly dangerous, enthusiasts insist there's nothing to fear. Well, first off, that depends on who, you, who you're handing the axe to and who's the one swallowing the booze, you know? Uh, if, if it's done right, it's 100% safe, <laughs> said Michael Hill, owner and CEO of Limitless Axes and, and Ales, which expects to open later this year in Pleasanton's Valley Plaza Shopping Center. It won't be the first axe-throwing joint in the Bay Area. There's Axe Adventures, axe-throwing in Berkeley, and Bad Axe-throwing in Daly City. But it'll be the first one that serves alcohol, a fact that's already gotten some uh, neighbors riled up. Uh, Now, I'll be honest with you. I think, you know, and just looking at the picture, it looks like, you know, they got it. It's kind of like a shooting range. You know, uh, doesn't look like any axes are really going to stray off to the left or the right. So you're not really going to be sitting there. Um, I don't, I really don't see a problem with it. But my issue with it, I'll tell you in a second, there is something that I read that was pretty funny. Uh, it goes on, axe throwing is exactly what it sounds like. Players hold an axe over their head, aim and hurl it at a wooden board marked with a painted bullseye surrounded by uh, concretic circles that count for points, much like a dartboard. 
It gives you a little bit of physical activity, but at the same time, it's nice and relaxing, said John Callaway of Brentwood, who was throwing axes on a recent Thursdays uh, at Axe Ventures. It brings the inner warrior and it relieves a lot of stress. You know, I'll be honest with you. You know, when I go out and I shoot my gun, I I go target you know, target shooting. It does relieve stress. So I, I can see how that, that would do that. Um, uh, and and his wife looks like it, yeah, Jenny Matheson, who was throwing axes with her husband on their fourth year wedding anniversary. Uh, she said it was even more fun than what she expected, and the 90-minute session went by in a blink. And it goes on, so what keeps the axes from missing their mark and lodging it into somebody's skull? Careful planning, Hill says, like a bowling alley. Limitless axes and ales will feature seven secured lanes, but each lane will be enclosed in heavy Mesh metal fencing, much like baseball batting cages. And the enclosed lanes will be about five feet wide. Uh, oh, there it is. Sorry about that. They'll be five feet wide, 22 feet long, and observers will be kept at least 10 feet behind the axe doors. And what does it prevent an axe from bouncing off the board and whacking the thrower? As almost happened in a video that went viral, Hill saw the video of a woman ducking to avoid a flying axe and called the venue's manager. Turns out she was standing too close to the target and using the wrong type of hatchet. You know, now here's... Um, you get the whole idea. I'm just going to comment on this real quickly. I personally do not have a problem with that. Okay? I really don't. Um... Would I compare it to bow- to going bowling? No. You throw a bowling ball down an alleyway, um, basically, that ball's going one direction. It's not going to bounce off the wall and hit you in the head. So, there you go with that. Um, now, with the drinking part and, a, and an axe, and only 22 feet to throw the thing, there's a problem I, I do have with that, and that is, I mean, what makes you think that somebody isn't going to get too drunk in that place and have a bad day? Or you're just going to have the wrong unhinged fool just take out his so-called stress that he's there to, to relieve and just take it out on somebody else, you know? He's going to have too much booze in him, and he's going to look, he's going to look at somebody, or somebody's going to, you know, mug him out, give him the stink eye, and he's not going to take that axe and just put it right into his chest like a scene from The Shining. You know what I mean? When Jack Nicholas sits there and you know puts that axe right into uh, that guy's chest. You know I mean, how do we know this is not going to happen, right? So I think it's a little dangerous to um, to be serving alcohol in a place like this. Um, I mean, it's bad enough you're you're gonna have to you know you're gonna take in people that are going to come off the street and they could be high on anything, you know, just drinking prior to getting there. But to continuously serve alcohol to a person and throwing objects like axes, I think it's I think that is kind of reckless, 
And I would suggest that they might reconsider that because I'm telling you, it's going to be there's going to be one wrong person that's going to go in there. And the guy might be an alcoholic, so he might be already fueled up for for action. You know what I mean? People make bad decisions when they're drinking. So I, I myself, I personally don't see it as a problem. I think it's kind of fun. It looks kind of fun. And it's kind of set up like a bowling alley. There is a person behind them watching about 10 feet. And they do have the floors marked off. I guess where they can stand and where they can't stand. Kind of like an area, you know, that's a safety area where they can stand. And the metal fencing that they do talk about, it does look like a chain link fence that you'd see around a like a, a playground or something like that, like a school. As far as the setup, I mean, I'm just looking at the picture, so I don't know. It doesn't look too bad, but again, the idea with the alcohol, I think that's a little, little, little bit too much and I know you're an adult and I know I'm you know everybody's not going to sit there and decide okay I'm going to get drunk and I'm going to plunge an axe into somebody's forehead uh, but accidents do happen okay so I think it's a bad idea to serve alcohol I do not think it's a bad idea to open up a place like that um I think you know if I don't know if kids should be doing this, you know, in a place like this. I, I, to be honest with you, I mean, if you're, you know, your, your parent, if the parents are there and, or a guardian or somebody, you know, a responsible individual, I guess it would be all right to teach your kids to do that. I mean, they do stuff. I did stuff like that in the Boy Scouts back in the day. So I really don't think it's a problem, you know, with kids. It's just the alcohol part of it that really is concerning. I mean, people can do things. People make bad decisions, you know? I mean, we're living in a world now where people, you know, are are blaming guns for killing people, but it's the people that, you know, that hold the guns and use the inanimate object as a as a tool for killing uh, that's doing it. It's the people. And... I don't know about how many, uh, you know, if these guys are going around doing these mass shootings, they're drunk. I doubt it if they're kids, you know, doing the mass shootings. But I just have, I'm really uncomfortable about people uh, getting getting shit-faced and throwing axes. Uh, it, something can go wrong. I'm just saying. So that being said, I'll leave it at that. What do you think? Let me know. Leave me a comment. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. Enough being said. I'm going to finish up here. One more thing. And the A's are on a roll. And I just want to give a shout-out to that in the next segment and end it all. Because I have to go. Thanks for listening. All right, here we go. One more thing. My quick little sports shout-out to the Oakland A's. Doing it again. Winning. That's right, winning. In the old AL wildcard race, they are now two and a half games up of the race. So congratulations to them. They finished off the Royals one to nothing. In 11 innings, fantastic. 
And what is up next? This Friday at 7.07 p.m. is the A's against the Rangers. So good luck. I think that will be a heck of a matchup. I am going to stay tuned for that. Um, anything else in sports? Um, Giants fans, I've been ignoring you. But I'm not going to ignore this to the San Francisco Giants fans. They did a number on the Red Sox with 11-3 victory. And coming up for them today at 10 o'clock this morning, which should be by my you know, about an hour and a half from now, from the time I'm recording, uh, Bumgarner's going to hit the mound against Rodriguez, who's 17-16, Bumgarner's 9-8. and And so they are going to go against the good old Boston Red Sox. So good. Good luck to them. I hate the Red Sox. Sorry, Red Sox fans, but... You know, well, actually, I don't hate you as much as I hate the Yankees, the evil empire of the Yankees. So I'll leave it at that. So there's nothing else I can really report sports-wise. I'm looking at the paper quickly. There was, there was something about, who was it? It was a baseball player. I don't see it on the front page. I think it was with the Phillies. He was, I think he was charged with sexual assault or yeah, having sex with a 13-year-old. That's a story I would like to talk about because I have a very big issue with people, especially sports or famous people, taking advantage of children like that. It sickens me. But I don't see it in the paper. It doesn't seem to be big news in the sports. I'd be, I'm kind of shocked about that. Okay, enough said. There you go. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. Please make sure you take a look at uh, my random videos on my YouTube channel, World of Dan. That's capital W-O-R-L-D, capital O-F, capital D-A-N, World of Dan. And it's just a montage of all kinds of crazy stuff. Thank you very much for listening. Um, that's about it. So, until next time, peace out.